0: we're doing it this is episode 415 of no laugh track podcast i'm justin severson the host and i am here with a two-time guest a two-timer i just came up with that that makes me
1: sound like i cheat on my spouse which i do
0: (laughs) gareth reynolds is here a known two-timer
1: thank you yep yes thank you and i heard someone close a book so, which felt like a clap. So it's nice. It's a warm room.
0: <laughs> and cut. <laughs> I think that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. It was an end scene actually. Oh gosh, oh, <laughs> the sticks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it's Ben. So I wrote it down because I cause I, lis- I also listened back, of course, like I always do, to last time you were here. It sure. was episode three forty six. Wow. We're at four fifteen today, August first, two thousand and nineteen. Gareth. Ah, uh, we were all. We were so young. I mean. We had no clue what was coming. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) We were... Boy, I mean, that is an understatement. Yeah. Here's a funny thing that... so here's a couple things that stand out for because I, I did listen to back to it. You said during that recording that you were about to record your album mm-hmm. less than a month from now mm-hmm. in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. That is now available to everyone to purchase, listen to, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Yeah, yep. riddled
1: with disease on all your platforms.
0: It's fantastic. I listened to it again just uh, this week in Thank preparation you, for you coming here. It's so good. Thank you. It is absolutely so good. And then the other thing that I'd like to point out is... You said during that podcast, there will be times where you take three weeks off and you can be a little rusty.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a jerk off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. But that was like the thinking. I mean, it really was. I mean, right then I was like in the zone, you know, going every weekend. But, you know, you really didn't. Even after I recorded it, I pretty quickly was right back at it you know i mean okay. that's just kind of what you do yeah and then yeah and then and then uh i remember my last weekend in sunnyvale california at rooster tea feathers and and uh, it just was like the feeling was that this was going to be over for a while and then man it just was crazy yeah mm. three weeks Seems like nothing. That seems regular now. Yeah, know? no shit. But, uh, but yeah, no, crazy. So spoiled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so right before we started recording here, uh, you were having a little chat with Lewis Lee, the owner here, mm-hmm. and you said that this is last night's first time, right? Yeah, In that's a while? my
1: first, sh- first show back since it all started, yeah. Yeah, which was crazy. I mean...
0: How do you think it went?
1: I think it went well. I mean, I might be biased because I have not heard laughter in so long. So even just hearing like a, a, a modicum of laughter was plenty to me. But uh, no, it's it, you know, I mean, I you definitely take so many things for granted, and um, being able to c- come back and do a show, you know, you just do. I mean, obviously, because right now it's at half capacity. You you know that is just plenty. I mean, going from going. From where I have been, like kind of just doing shows in my apartment, (laughs) yelling uh, to nobody uh, that is around me um, to be able to actually be around people and, you know, do crowd work. And I mean, it just is like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm very, very thankful. And it was very great, very fun.
0: Are you saying, so, like, uh, there's a big announcement that Acme made this week that starting, what is it, the 28th, next week, mm-hmm. full capacity in this room. Mm-hmm. So let's say things were switched up and Michael Palisak, who's going to be here next week, is here this week, you next week. Yeah. Would you have asked, like, could you keep it just one more week well, what's nice is uh, I wouldn't have. But <laughs> no, what's know. nice is
1: that you're like you know you do you like you have a Wednesday night or where you have like eighty people. It's like I almost sold it out, uh, really close to selling it out. So it helps your you know kind of it's like a nice curve to make you feel more popular than you are. You're like there's barely a seat available in this club that's only a quarter uh, can be quarter full legally.
0: Yeah. I bet if we did uh, you know you can search terms on social media. I bet the amount of uh, sold outs. In 2020. Oh, yeah. oh
1: <laughs> have, I have, mean, we're peaking. Well, as we know, I mean, there were, I mean, you know, there were a lot of comics who never stopped being on the road, and yeah, they were selling out a lot, you know. <laughs> and I was like, it's a good feeling, but you're gonna come back down to earth when, you know, you can fill them up again.
0: <laughs> I've sold out 35 consecutive shows. Yeah,
1: that's uh, over 150 tickets in a weekend, gentlemen. So uh,
0: <laughs> let the big dick swing. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop, theaters Yeah, right I yeah. mean, 10th capacity, As, but theaters Yeah,
1: the lower tier, front, front eight rows <laughs> Sold it out It's over 46 individuals Okay Two meet and greets I'm on top
0: of the world <laughs> How did your um, When things started shutting down last year How, how uh, you had to cancel a bunch of stuff, I assume And how, how did things How did you, how did you stay busy?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I canceled everything and, um, I was, I was sort of telling Lewis about this before, like, you know, it was one of the first years where I was, I just had so much booked for so long. So it was daunting. I remember like I was saying to my manager how I needed a weekend off in June, you know, and that was like my first weekend off that year. And, um, you know, and then that weekend rolled around. And I was like, well, that's, this weekend has been uh, four months at this point. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, I um I was able to still write on some shows. Where were you um, staying?
0: What's that? Where were you staying?
1: In Los Angeles. Yep. Um and I was able to write on some shows and then um I started doing like an improvised stand up show from my home every week where people would like send in suggestions and I would just like riff on things. Um, and I did that, you know, it was kind of like the illusion of busy. It's, it's like, you know, what the vice president does probably. It's just like a lot of like, I would just, you know, I would be like, well, it's almost lunch. So this day is about to get crazy. Going to have to cook a thing. So that's going to be pretty wild. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, I think honestly, I just kind of leaned in and was like, this is a crazy time and hopefully things get back to normal ish. And so I, you know, I I telepathically can now communicate with my cat, which is good. That finally has happened. There you go. <laughs> so um, you know, but yeah, I, I I really there was there was a difference. So I could only do so much.
0: Ian Bag was here last week and he was talking about how, you know, when it first hit, he started doing that Around the Bag podcast that he's doing yeah. 7 days a week.
1: Oh my god, yeah.
0: Thinking it's just going to be a few months.
1: Oh yeah. No, I mean I I yeah, I I cannot imagine doing that. I mean, that's too much. But, but a lot of people did. I mean, I think there was a lot of good, you know, in some ways, there's a lot of good that came out of it. I was able to write, I, I probably had about, I'd say, 30 to 40 minutes that I felt pretty good about that was new. And um wow. and and then I was able over the pandemic, just through doing a couple different ticketed live stand up shows, write a ton of new material and so now I feel like lucky in the sense that I mean I just have a lot of material I can work with right now, which, you know, is uh yeah, it's it's a different way to start up, but it's be- I mean it's better. I would rather have not had to do it this way, but right. now that I am able to, I'm like, yeah, I just have a, you know a ton of new jokes. So I snuck
0: in and caught the show last night. Oh, you son of a bitch! Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, I, it's since you know since Acme's been back open and people are coming back, it's not everyone is showing up with a lot of new material. You mm-hmm. know, some. Didn't for various reasons. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest ones people just weren't working or, you know, out there doing it. Uh, so when somebody shows up and I don't recognize really any of the material, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Especially because, no. like I told you, I just listened again to your album in the last three days. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, that's that's part of my preparation for the podcast a lot of times. But sometimes I regret it because right. I listen to somebody's recording and then two days later see them live. I'm like, it, oh, yeah. I just. I yeah. already know 65% of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you you kind of, the process is like you have this little grace period where, you know, you can be doing some of these uh, some of the jokes from your album, but you're really trying to sneak in the new stuff. Yeah, right. And then uh, yeah, because of this, yeah, so I I mean, I, everything I'm doing now is new, so it's like um you know, and I have more. So I'm. it's great. I mean, it really is. And I, that's one of the reasons why I do love this club. I love the Wednesday night, Thursday night show combo. You get that extra night to just work your material and then come back another night, just one show, and just try it again. And then you're into the, the two shows uh, each night over the weekend. But, yeah, I mean, it, it feels good to not be doing, like, material that I am sick of. Like, right. the stuff I'm doing, I am, like, excited to do. I want it to get better. Um you know, and I already feel pretty good about
0: it. That's but, awesome. You know. I um, I want to bring up one thing. Obviously, I'm not bringing this up for you to like. Oh, well, here's the joke. I'm going to repeat for you right now. But no, no, know- no,
1: that's fine. We can Byron Allen it. <laughs> sure, jump in. Uh, Gareth, I understand you don't. You can't drive stick shift. It's uh, interesting, Justin. Uh, it's actually very the third pedal's what gets me. I don't know about you
0: guys. <laughs> you know. It's interesting, buyer down. That show is the most obviously the most stage set up fake interviews. But that guy's a freaking like multi millionaire, oh, yeah. crazy businessman. Yeah. So like, yeah, owns it.
1: Syndicated yeah. owned shows. Like, yeah. Eh. No, look, there's eh. uh, the, the the Hollywood game is wrought with just you know uh odd oddities like byron allen you know where you just are like how and you're just like look byron allen has fuck you money because he just came up with a show where he literally would just be like you hate broccoli right john you know gareth you've
0: been around white
1: people i have once or twice didn't love it
0: you got a story about that yeah yeah yeah,
1: i stabbed a white man is that what you're talking about (laughs) that's not a stand-up joke that's a (laughs) confession
0: but what, if, what if he oh, that would be What great. if he tweaked the show And it's the, just actually getting confession the cops,
1: the cops infiltrate okay, And they go to Byron They're like look you can get people to say anything We think this man murdered his wife You know, so then Byron's just like, okay, he's got a little wire. I don't know why he'd wear a wire. He's already mic'd, but he's got a second one on. The audio guy's like, Byron? He's like, shut the fuck up, Charlie.
0: They might be listening.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then he's just like, "Uh, so, Robert, I understand uh, you recently tried to kill your wife. And he's like, actually, I did, Byron. Uh, She was cheating on me with my best. Wait, wait, what the hell?
0: Sorry, Byron. (laughs) I'm going to be leashed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that will bring that show from 3 a.m. to uh, prime time. 2:30, <laughs> without question.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um, you mentioned you mentioned something. Uh, which I did, I guess I didn't know that time machines. Are they strictly? Are they still around? First of all, and then we'll say what that is.
1: Um, I don't know if they're still around. I was just there last weekend, and I was kind of looking. I, I don't think they are. I think they maybe are, uh, have, have passed, probably because many people, like me, were like, this is not a good thing to call them.
0: Yeah. So the, uh, the cash machines yeah. were, were, at one point, called time machines. Yeah,
1: take your money everywhere. So the T-Y-M-E, and you called them time machines.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I have a story about time machines and how I found out about them. Oh, great. Okay. Sort of reverse of yours, actually. Well, so my jo-
1: So to give the context, just in- my joke is basically how you leave Wisconsin and then you you don't even realize that other places don't call them time machines, so you just sound crazy. You're just going to people and you're like, hey, is there a time machine right. around here? Yeah, okay. So I grew up in St. Paul. Okay.
0: Where they were called ATMs, cash machines. Sure. Regular yeah. regular thing. Yeah, the, 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 the normal the name. The
1: agreed upon <laughs> term. <laughs> yes. The one that's in a
0: dictionary, probably. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh I was in Milwaukee. This is I don't even t- let's say twenty years ago probably. Okay. Uh we were there to see some baseball games. After a game we went to this like neighborhood bar, my buddy and I. Sure. And uh some guy comes up to us, a, a local comes up to us, starts chatting us up. Sure. Then next you know he's like, Hey you guys smoke weed? I'm like, Yeah, we smoke weed. It's a good start. You're in Milwaukee for sure. Yeah. He's like, uh do you guys have any? No. Oh, I can get you some. Like, say- oh. <laughs> all right. Okay. Then it changes to well, this is perfect because I'm about to, the guy's like, yeah, I'm about to go meet somebody to get I don't remember what it was like a pound or something. I'm sure. gonna, about to get a pound of weed. I'm three hundred dollars short. So if you guys give me the three hundred, I'll give you, you know, uh, what was Tons it, like a quarter the, ounce or something it, yeah. for three hundred bucks. If you guys just help me out. And we're like, nah, no, this is not, no. <laughs> not how this works. This is not what we're looking for. And he's like, come on, man. We'll just go to the time machine. We'll just go to the time machine. <laughs> and we're like, what is he? D- what? Yeah. The time machine? Dig- this is weed from the 1860s, man. <laughs> like, it took us forever. He kept saying, time machine, man. Yeah. Time machine's right down the road. Time machine. We're like, time machine? Oh, we he's... didn't say that to him because we were—he he was sort of intimidating. Well, it,
1: it's like his, the premise of it all was madness before he started talking about time travel, <laughs> right? Yeah, like it was already like, dude, you're shady as shit. Like, yes. who gives you three hundred dollars when we just want like a dime bag or something?
0: Yeah, like we're going back home tomorrow. Like, we're at the whole Holiday Inn. Yeah, we're yeah. leaving tomorrow morning. Yeah, he's I, like,
1: well, how about you just distribute drugs to the greater Midwest <laughs> area? Is that <laughs> a good? Is that what you're after? Because then you're a kingpin. Yeah. All right, look, let's just time travel
0: together. And then we can kind of iron this out. You're like, oh my lord. Uh, so I have to say, we so we get, we couldn't shake this guy. He was like, just get the three hundred dollars, guys. Just let's just go. Let's go. Come on, the uh, guy's waiting. He's waiting. Let's go. Give me the guy's me, waiting. Let's go. Let's go to the time machine. Get the three hundred dollars. Well, why don't you just go to the time
1: machine and go back twenty minutes, and then you can keep having this debate without keeping the guy waiting.
0: Uh, because he was gonna follow us there. Oh, oh. Oh, he was great. not. This great. was yeah. No, he knew that we had access to money. He was not gonna let us go. It well, ended up. It ended up. He followed us. We went into the restroom of this bar to try to have a private conversation. Sure. And he followed us in there. Cool. So at this one, is a cool guy. Yeah. At one point, he said to me, "Why are you puffing your chest out at me?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What? I, just, uh, <laughs> I think maybe I was like trying to be intimidating. Like maybe he'll leave us alone if we act tough."
1: How? What was the size and st- what was the size of this man?
0: Uh, he was a little bit bigger than my buddy and I. Okay. And he also was telling us that he just got out of prison.
1: Okay. Okay, so, okay, I just wondered, I was wondering if there were any red flags, but there aren't. Um, <laughs> Clearly, this story's clean, and this dude checks out. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean... First of all, it's a very good representation of what a Milwaukee man tries to be—a uh, lunatic who intimidates, and once you want the drugs, he demands that you take over the project, um, and accuses people of puffing out their chests when they're not, which is—it's uh, perfect. But yeah, what a great way to find out about Time Machine. Yeah, yeah. but that—but that again, I mean, that is at—you uh, know—that's really what the joke is—is is just like, what? Why? In, why? do this to people why why create this word gap between strangers like this guy's already asking a tough thing but then it does sound it just it sound. you just don't want to be dropping time travel into like regular conversations you know what i mean like yes. and they were just like yeah time travel you know
0: is this have to do with his time like did he lose track of time because of prison dude we gotta go to a time machine yeah
1: <laughs> it is it was crazy it really was and then when when i was hitting you know. Uh, when I was falling back down to earth with realizing what they had done. I was like, this is like a war crime. What are they doing? This should be illegal. (laughs) That's got to be why there aren't any that I saw the last time I was there. Yeah, so
0: I have to tell you, so we ended up, we we didn't figure out time machine until we saw one in person on our walk back. But that's so lucky. Yeah. What if you didn't see that? You like, it would take this
1: conversation before I'm like, you know, it could have been an ATM. You're right. You're actually right. The odds are just not, yeah, I mean a time machine (laughs) someone signed off on it don't you think it'll be strange if someone don't worry about it it's a good name take your money everywhere we can't change that it's perfect it's
0: too good um i should say that what happened with i uh before my buddy and i walked back to the hotel we gave the guy the 60 bucks combined we had in our pockets just to leave us alone
1: (laughs) see that now that's a business yeah. That's a business model. Mhm. Yeah. We Just emptied our pockets. People pay s- you to fuck off. Mm-hmm. That
0: I like that. Yeah. Fucking Milwaukee. Yeah. The, and here's the funny thing is. Here's <laughs> yeah. the funny th- here's another funny part of it yeah. that uh I don't remember the name of the place, but it was a Grateful Dead bar.
1: Oh, see and like here you are shitting on Milwaukee.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking is uh, the, should be the most laid back friendly place of people just like yeah far out man it's cool yeah it's but it cool. turns out it's
1: the star wars bar where people are going back in time <laughs>
0: exactly
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> puffing your
0: chest out i, I don't know I, I'm, I'm sorry d- i'll i'll concave it i'll <laughs> concave it <laughs> concave convex yeah Oh boy, I think so. We'll move on from that. Uh, You, I know that you're still doing your podcast Mm because I've been listening to it. The Dollop, yeah. Released that one. You're still doing. You're still doing Point v Point.
1: Yeah, I did. We did. We picked it back up again during the pandemic, and then we've just sort of dropped it because I've been gone a lot. It's it seems very strange, but people don't seem to mind as much when we just kind of dip in and out. So um, I'm not sure how much longer it'll go. We are doing a. One that we're going to release, um, we're pre-recording, which will be a point versus point true crime um, one. So we've been working on that, but uh, but so we'll eventually have that.
0: I have to, I have to compliment you. I, I went back and listened to the one. It was right after the uh, insurrection at the mm-hmm. Capitol. Yeah. And you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretending that you're you're hiding in a closet.
1: No, I, well I'm an event. Her, her event. My, yeah, an event. My character on the show uh, <laughs> was at the insurrection and got scared. And when an event, and honestly, the he still is in the vent. I'm still here. Yeah. He's been living in the vent for months on pepperoni and Mr. Pib, and, um, and a rap at his ear off.
0: And, uh, and and whacking it as much as possible. Yeah.
1: And, and trying to get more whack room. Yeah. And then Evan, my the guy that I do it with, is like back at his place. And I'm like, you got to get me out of here. And he's like, you're an idiot. Um, But yeah, I still live in the Capitol vent in the world of the show.
0: So, without an ear. Yeah, (laughs) it's so great. Yeah, it's great. So another thing I want to bring up that I don't think existed uh, when you were here last time is that er there is now a Spanish version?
1: Yeah, there's the Mexican dollop. Yeah, El Dollop. How
0: and why? How? It
1: is actually, it it started right after I was here because it was when I was taping my album, um, two of my, well, Dave, the guy that I do the dollop with, and another good friend of mine, Luke, Flew out to Madison to watch me tape the spe- uh, to watch me record the special and uh, the album. And um, so I w- they surprised me. And then so, you know, I, it was the Saturday. So it was the last night. So I was done. So, yeah, we went out and we had a good time. And um, I, I don't exactly. I'm not sure. I, I think Eduardo had like I'm not I'm not I'm not 100 percent, but whatever it was, Dave met one of the guys at the show and he was talking about how and he already had they already had a big following the two guys who do it they have a podcast called los legendarios or something and they already had this pretty popular podcast and dave was mentioning it that he wanted the spanish version and this guy was like no i have a big like mexican uh, podcast in mexico and then dave just basically sends him the stories and then he just translates them so they're basically doing our catalog. And, and it's a top 10 podcast. The Do- El Dollop is huge there. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. We had them on. Uh, we we had no guests throughout the pandemic except for them. We had them on for, for one episode. And, um, yeah, I mean, the guy, Jose, the dude who is me on their version is great. So Funny it, that his name is Jose. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I don't even think he knows how funny. I, I was like, I don't want to, like, there's no need for me to be like, also, weird twist. you my cat. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, but no, they, they were, um, they are great and the podcast is great and their fans are great. You know, it, I mean, I think to us it's like, I mean, it really was Dave's idea, but I think, you know, the reason why like we're very into it is because, you know, more people should hear this shit and that it's very valuable information that gets pumped out. And so um, the more people who look at the US as crazy, the, you know, the better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah for sure so they're they're bilingual they they speak English and spanish correct? yes how about you yep yep si. you too see si, yeah oh see 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 yeah yeah mucho gusto yeah yeah oh, tons yeah. of it yeah for
1: sure <laughs> so much
0: so much gusto <laughs> i just that's uh i mean you gotta be flattered that there's a uh Spanish, ver- I mean... It's cool. That, it's cool. So it, you know, it,
1: it, it, I think any time that you have a thing that, you know, a good amount of people gravitate towards, it just becomes, like, really mind-bending in a number of ways, and then that's just one of them, you know, where, yeah, I suppose. where these guys are just, like, just doing our show to great success in Mexico. <laughs> Amazing.
0: So, you, uh, you mentioned you were doing writing for a show? Yeah. Is that something...
1: Yeah, it's actually. Um, it just got announced. What the show is? It's an Adult Swim show uh, oh. called Royal Crackers, um, that I'm working on okay. r- with uh, this guy, with my writing partner Evan Mann, and then this guy Jason Ruiz, uh, who, uh, yeah, had a. You know, it's a. It's it's not. It's just going to be a very funny show. And Royal right now, Crackers. Royal Crackers, yeah, on Adult Swim. Okay. So we, we've worked. We worked on. It was a weird deal where we needed to write six scripts, in order to get picked up. So we wrote those with him, and then now we're writing the last four with with him. So, when
0: I mean, will people see it? You think?
1: I do not know. I mean, and that animation shit is like, you just say goodbye, you forget you did it, and then two years later they're like, hey, it's premiering. You're like, oh right, yeah, we did that, you know. Uh, so I I would guess a year or so. Sure. Will
0: yeah. you do a voice?
1: Uh, there is. I definitely am on. One is a guest star. I don't know if I'll have a regular part in it, but you uh, do
0: so many voices so well. I know, but
1: she, I, I always, I just look. I mean, they, if someone hires me to write on their thing, you know, I, I just respect that they are in charge. And if they go, hey, you do it, because when I pitch things, I will do voices, you know, uh, just by nature. And so I think in sometimes that, uh, that helps, you know, but. But, no, like, I wrote on Hoops, which was a Netflix show, uh, animated show, and, um, yeah, I mean, I had a few parts, but nothing big. They're, the one that I will have on this is a pretty good part for for one of the episodes, so.
0: Nice. Yeah. What other uh, Adult Swim shows that you watch?
1: Um, well, Rick and Morty. I mean, I like, you know, that was one of those shows that I just eventually was like, oh, God, shut up, and then just started watching it, and then right away you're like, why did I resist this? Yeah. Um, so i've
0: never I've never
1: watched oh it. my god dude it's just it is assaultively good
0: it's um i've yeah. watched solar opposites which is from the same people yeah who uh, mary mack comedian yep. mary mack friend of acme in this show uh does a voice on but i've never watched rick and morty you should watch rick and morty I, I, if you like buying dime bags from
1: dudes in wisconsin and grateful dead bars <laughs> you'll love rick and morty <laughs> Yeah, it's got all the stuff you like, you know, like drugs and time travel. It's got all those
0: things. <laughs> if you leave here knowing one thing about me, it's me I and like time drugs travel. and
1: time travel.
0: <laughs> so Justin, I understand you like drugs and time travel.
1: Thank you, Byron. How
0: did uh, you know Byron? <laughs> you doing your research, yeah. Byron Helen You're gonna kill your wife. <laughs> La- I don't know if anybody caught this last week, but uh, uh, like I said, Ian Bagg was here, and I was telling him about this whole the story about autographs, how Josh Snead had been here the week before. He collects Star Wars autographs. He's uh-huh. part of a group on Facebook that collects and uh, gets peop- Star Wars people to come and sign autographs. Sure. Uh, I told a story last week about how I, I'm part of a group on Facebook that uh, is into autographs and whatnot and this guy was complaining that the signature from seth rogan that he got in his new book he didn't like seth rogan's autograph because it was just like an s hmm. whatever so ian and i are talking about that and then he goes ian goes and i don't know who caught this but i did after i listened back to it he goes who collects autographs anyway these days yeah And I'm like well me josh sneed <laughs> the two people i just talked about <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I don't think you mean to insult me. But you, no, you but did uh, just tiny bit. It's just a,
1: a moment of pure honesty. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah.
0: Because we because the focus changed to this guy bitching about his signature from uh, you know Seth Rogen. Yeah, well, who right. Collect them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. Can I have yours, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um Is there anything that uh, that you collect, Gareth Reynolds? I just saw a story about a guy who has the largest. Historic hair collection. Oh my God! Good he God! Yeah, and he sold uh, what? six locks of Kurt Cobain's hair.
1: Oh my God!
0: For fourteen thousand. Oh my God!
1: What? What? This world. Dollars. We need to like restart. It, this is just. This is not working out well. Yeah. I mean. Ugh, I, I, oh, You're supposed to
0: say, no, who collects hair? And then I'm like, well, no, not. I was say the it buyer. It makes no. more
1: sense than autographs. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that is, That is disturbing to collect hair. And then disturbing to be like, 14 grand? Yeah, I'm in. Um, I uh, I don't really think I do. Uh, I I did for a while try to collect some things, but I just don't think my... My I already have enough clutter that I just don't. What, one thing I started to do is I had a travel channel show whatever years ago, mm-hmm. and I started to keep the hotel keys, and I was sort of doing that for a while. When I was a kid, I collect match. I collected matchbooks. I would always have matchbooks yeah. from places and things like that, and I loved and and I did autographs for a while. Um, Ooh, why? You know, I don't know. I just what a waste okay. of a youth. Sure enough. Um but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, as of now, there there really is not anything
0: that I actively collect. You just reminded me that I used to grab <clears throat> whenever I saw one. Not that I traveled a ton, but I would always grab the do not disturb sign. Yeah, like oh, I haven't got one from the Holiday Inn. Oh, I haven't got one from the Ramada. I think Radisson. Oh, I've th- I got a new one. I
1: think, in a way, maybe that's why I don't do it because it's just this project you'll never mentally finish. There's right. always going to be a hotel. Yeah. There was always going to be a hard rock. I, I loved the hard rock. I would collect like little, you know, kitschy things from the hard rock too. And then eventually I was like, this is not a life. You're just well, going to bounce from hard rock to hard rock. And in my 12 year old head, I was like, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's going to be perfect. <laughs> I could tell you, if you would like to complete that collection of hard rock stuff, yeah. head to eBay. The stuff is like uh, worth about a dollar to every but 10 that was paid for it. But
1: the, I, 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 my thing was, I think I, I was like, I'll go to them. But then that's not going to happen. And then that, to me, would be like being like, I collected them. Like People would be like, why? i be like, now it looks like I went everywhere. But I didn't. Yeah. I, it's a slippery slope with me, as you can tell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, someone did the math, by the way, on the hair. It's $2,350 per strand of oh, hair. Oh, for
1: God's sake.
0: Yeah. I, uh, could, I could spend
1: $2,000. You need a time machine. Go back and collect your own. First of or all, go get some cash out of it.
0: <laughs> First of all, hop in that time machine uh, to go back to... It. That hair, by the way, fun fact, it was from a haircut on the tour of the Bleach album when uh, Nirvana was in Burma, Birmingham, England in 1989. Justin,
1: thank you for trying to, to do it properly. I
0: know I didn't, but... You
1: j- it's better, you know, because they go Birmingham.
0: Right. Yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. You know, along the, so along those lines, I know that we, we talked about it last time we here that you spend a lot of time, or you do travel to Australia mm-hmm. to perform, mm-hmm. podcast, and uh, do live shows. And whatnot. Yep. Uh And when you guys m- mention you and Dave mention cities in Australia, you say them like you don't say them like I would, like Melbourne, Mel- Melbourne.
1: Oh no, there's like all, well, how do you first, how do you get you how do you start doing that? Well, their capital is like totally different than the way it looks. Their capital looks like Canberra. And it's Canberra. And so like, you know, you're trying to promote it, but you get these complex where you, I just see that word and I'm like, cranberry. Oh, shit. I can't, you know. Um, but then, yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne is Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. No, Melbourne. You just, you just get, I mean, you just get, you know, it's like when you're in the, when you go to the place, you're like, look, if you need me to say it properly, I will for you, I suppose. But by the way, the spelling is crazy. This is not what you called it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did a uh, when I had the radio job. I remember reading a little tag for a commercial. It was uh, that the that, that bike, that famous bike race was was going on mm-hmm. in France. Yeah, and I had to read this little tag like tonight or you know don't miss it three o'clock Sunday uh, uh, here we on Care Eleven or whatever. And I said Tour de France. Oh, that's not that bad. Just but I got you know you're supposed to say Tour de France. I'm like uh. I don't know I. Isn't it gonna sound weird? You know what? That's if like? I'm that's saying like, two de Have you ever
1: talked to someone who's gone to Ibiza? Yes. Yeah, Ibiza, <laughs> Ibiza. I'm like, look, okay, you don't live there. Okay. You need to stop doing that. You know, that. it's like your aunt who went to like like Mexico. She went to Cabo for a little while. She's like guacamole, and you're like, no, 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 you
0: asshole. Chihuahua?
1: Yeah, Chihuahua. You know, I was in the mountains of Chile. You're just like, no, no, no. Yeah, I. I mean, you've got to try, but it. I, it's just eventually you just get sick of people being like, you did it wrong, yeah. you know? So then you are like, Tour de front <laughs> I'm
0: Like, I'm going to sound like a jerk doing it either way. Tour de front <laughs> Tour de front? Tonight uh, so you can watch coverage of Tour de front yeah. on Channel 11. On 11. <laughs> local news. <laughs> Stick around for Seinfeld. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We've done uh we've done about a half hour. Oh my goodness, we are like right almost right on the nuts. I wanna uh right on the nuts. I wanna mention that in hindsight, because I like collecting because I do like collecting some things, yeah. I wish I didn't look until uh just a few hours ago. I wish I would have ordered myself the double vinyl version of your album. Yep, yes. And ha- got one signed from you because I really Well enjoy you could still do this. that. Do you have any here? You didn't bring any? No, I didn't bring any now. Yeah. Is that I? I saw some on eBay. They're all like a UK import. Is that the story behind those? I have no clue. You have no clue. <laughs>
1: it's it's. I'm flattered. Yeah. <laughs> by the being ripped off. Uh, no, that's they're about gra- thirty
0: five bucks a piece.
1: Well, I plus you know, shipping. Yeah. The the truth is that merch stuff is like, sometimes people are like thirty dollars, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I just have. I'm like not a big merch company. I have a friend of mine who runs the merch for yep. me, and we use like stampscom and um. But yeah, no, some I I honestly don't know the price pricing of any of it. That's how on top of my business world I am. (laughs) I always say that to my tax guy because I have like I have a have incorporated and I'm always like, I am the worst president ever. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, we had a worse one. I'm like, no, We did (laughs) not.
0: We did not. (laughs) <laughs> Both want to don't want to talk about their finances. Yeah, their taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm being audited, so uh, yeah, I just have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, you have to accept that. Yeah, it's a
1: thirty to fifty lifetime year audit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh all right. One final thing. Sure. Because I, it's, I'm surprised. This well, we did talk a little bit uh, Green Bay Packers when you were here last time. I didn't know that you have a Packers tattoo until I listened to your album. Yep. Um, will Aaron Rodgers be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers? Yes.
1: I hate to let down the people of Minnesota and the people of Chicago and the people of Detroit who seem to have two teams, their team, and then just wanting the Packers to suck. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers will be back under center for the Green Bay Packers.
0: You heard it here. You heard it here. Okay.
1: All right. And tune in later for the Tour de France followed by Seinfeld on Channel 11. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Justin. <laughs>